I just, you know, I'm working on this video and it's like such a, it's like exciting, but at the same time, it's like, I just wish that I didn't feel like so under the gun with it. But I don't, you're, you're the one putting yourself under the gun. Like why? Well, it's, are you it's, pressuring yourself to get it done before you go to, to, uh, Midwest gaming, uh, MGC? Yes. Right? Well, that's you. I mean, that's, I don't, I don't want to have problem, it. I don't need but, to have it completely finished. I just yeah. have to have it mostly finished. Because uh, because what? Because uh, so we agreed to do a sponsorship in this video, and mm. there the contract said it needs to go live by, by uh, April fifth. Yeah. Usually, there's and, like flexibility with that if you just ask. I know, and it, maybe I can. I I you know I brought it up. To the person, I mean, let's see if they responded. Um, uh, so they it looks like they responded, but they didn't say anything about. It. They just are forwarding the the sense of urgency to the the sponsor. Um, but so we signed up to do this, and they had that that due date, and it wouldn't be a problem except for the fact that we have we're going to the Midwest Gaming Classic well, you know, tomorrow. If you didn't- if you didn't need Morning. to go to these shows to stroke your own ego, then you'd have all the time that you need, you know? Well, that, that's you know, the I'm problem. You show up at these things and you're like, oh, love me, you know? It's like, it's, it's, well. It's just one a year, though. I mean, I just, I, I'm just going the one a year, uh, basically. By the I mean, way, I, I could going. tell by the look on your face last time that you thought I was uh, BSing you, but uh, there it is right there Diet Shasta Cola. Oh, that's I mean, the good <laughs> stuff. The look, the look upon. My face. <laughs> um, but anyways, so we're going to this, and, you know, I just feel, like, really a sense of, of pressure to get it done by the time, or at least have it mostly done before I leave, because I'm just going to have one day to kind of, to to prep it yeah. when I get back. And... I mean, can't you work... You, oh, yeah, you can't really work on it while you're gone. I can't really work when I'm there. Uh, and the, the idea is, you know, we don't like to really do uh, sponsorships on videos where, where we've been, like, said, be, like, say, uh, been sent something to review or something like that. Yeah, that's a bad look. I agree. Yeah. So this is just like a ROM hacks video. It's a follow up to one that I did back in 2019, which was a pretty low pressure episode. Yeah. And, you know, I've kind of taken a uh, approach like with the last video and then this video of it's like, hey, I'm just going to I'm going to make it what it can be. Yeah. And then just be OK with it. And it's I want it to be more laid back and casual, which you and should do, because like I already said to you yesterday. Uh, yeah, I really like that Amber Nick video a lot. Well, thank you. Thanks. I, mean, I like I like the more relaxed style that it had, you know. Well, this is de- this is definitely similar to that. I use like the same camera angle and stuff. And uh, I shot all that yesterday. I wrote all my on-camera stuff and shot it all yesterday. Yeah. And basically what I'm doing is I'm not using this this microphone for voiceover, actually. Oh, no? For it. I'm using the uh, the Zoom with the shotgun yeah. mic. Oh, so you, like, so you can have it out of the frame. It's out of the frame, but now I'm just, like, recording that directly to the timeline uh, using that microphone, which is feeding into the mixer and yeah. then feeds into my sound card so I can record that way. Yeah, and it's actually going really well. Yeah, and it, I just like kind of sl- pull it out, and it's just right there, and I just read it off the screen. Yeah, and what's cool about that is that it makes my on camera and my voiceover sound like it's all the same. Yeah, 
That's so. I was just thinking about that yesterday because I'm working on a video where I'm trying to think about how can I do exactly what you just said. Mm-hmm. So, I almost feel bad for not using this microphone for it. Why? But I think that's okay. I think that's okay. I, I mean, you're using it for the podcast, and that's really the most important thing. Right. I guess yeah. you know it gives me the the podcast voice. Yes. Um. So yeah, I the in Speaking what I'm that, doing, how I'm doing, going about this. Yeah. Uh, is that I'm basically capturing the stuff and then writing like a three to five sentence paragraph about that hack. Yeah. And then I just record it and then I slot in the footage over top of it. Yeah. And I just move on to the next one. And I'm just going to keep on going. And I have all these games captured that I, over the weekend, I captured a bunch of stuff. And, uh, you know, I just think that if, the, if this process like goes smoothly and I'm able to get this video basically finished by the time I go to bed tonight. I think that that says a lot for my my workflow and the uh, how quickly future videos could possibly come out because you know I released the Embernick video on Friday and I started working on this on Saturday. So I mean if I can get if this ends up being you know 25 to 30 minutes, and I make it in less than a week, I think that that's, that's pretty good. And it's a lot of these, like a lot of different factors are coming together to make it, you know, happen faster. And, you know, I have a huge archive of B-roll shots that I, you know, just have built up over the years. And I'm just like pulling that stuff out if I need to. And, you know, that, that saves me from going over and having to shoot more stuff. So that's that's pretty cool. I mean, there's a lot of different things. That's cool you know, that you and, have the the B roll archive. That's like a big time saver. Yeah, because like this video it, I'm working on is like it's going to be a lot of B roll. I'm having to shoot all of it. It's just like you spend five times at least more time setting everything up, mm-hmm. and then you spend you know a few literally a few minutes shooting. You know, okay, I need a shot of me plugging this in or doing whatever. You know, but <laughs> like what it takes to get all that set up is just like ugh, you know I'm running up and down the stairs. Oh, I need this cable that's upstairs in my office, and yep. et cetera, et cetera. And just you know, you think about it's fine when you're in the middle of a video. You're just kind of on autopilot. Like I need to get this done. I need to do this. Get this shot. But then when you're done, you're like, I do I got to do exactly that again for this next one? Yeah. And I think over time that just burns you out. And you want to be able to save that stuff and be like, well, if I need a cable, certain cable being plugged in, like, why can't I reuse this shot in the future? And, you know, the only person that's going to know, honestly, are people who are probably paying too close of attention and care too much or and yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's I have, you know, I've over time, I've just put a lot of these things in place that I haven't really been capitalizing on as ways to keep myself from going insane (laughs) yeah so uh you know when i when i recorded this footage though i i don't know if i i told you about how which which footage the the oh the the capture for this uh no no no, but i'm saying the gameplay footage or the footage of the gameplay footage okay yes okay uh so i kind of revived our our twitch channel uh, on Saturday, when I realized, you know, my com- my old computer is over at the other, is at is at my B roll desk. Yeah, and I've been using it over there because uh, I have like a I got like a um, an an open box refurbed like big TV that I've been using 
and I can kind of move it back and forth. And I use it as a background for certain things. I've been usually mainly using it for like the B-roll stuff that we shoot for, yeah. for digital that, foundry. Wasn't that another Caleb Pike thing? Uh, actually, this was before. Oh, I, then, I remember you showing me something a while back where it was like, oh, yeah, you can use a gigantic TV as like background. And I was like, yeah, that's pretty. Yeah. That's pretty, I mean, that I was ha- like right after I got it, actually. Yeah, I was I like, oh, like I'd seen that he did a video on that. And, you know, I've, I've been using that occasionally for backgrounds and stuff, but I have the other computer over there so that I can essentially bring up video or bring up, you know, photographs that could be like backgrounds. Yes. And then I realized, you know, I, you know, my whole capture setup is feeding into a capture card in that computer. Why couldn't I just, you know, use that as a separate streaming computer where I'm feeding into it, you know, from my from my uh, AVR, which is my uh, my receiver that has video outputs. You know, I have like one a, a cable that goes up above the drop ceiling, goes down and into into a bunch of stuff over there. And I could easily do that. And that would allow me to stream, but also capture footage on my computer. Yeah. Which was, is, you know, the big thing is like, I would love to stream doing like, like capturing different games, but I, I'm so afraid that it will like cause me to drop frames in my capture. Yeah. And like things to just get corrupted in various ways. So I try to uh, keep the resource resources as low as I can on mm-hmm. my main computer. Right. But this allows me to do that. And then I figured out ways to like get a camera over there using uh, NDI, which is like that network. So it's like it's like a free thing you can install on your computer and it's like it, you can send video from different sources over your network. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So I figured out a way to like send my camera which is feeding into a capture card, you know, that I'm sending you right now. Yeah. But I can send that over as a source over my network, and you can load it up in OBS, and I can use this camera in there. Yeah. Which means, in a way, we could actually, if we wanted to, we could do a live recording of this sometime in the future, which would be kind of fun. What do you mean? Oh, you mean like we could be streaming what we're doing right now? Yeah. That would be cool, actually. That'd be pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah. We sh- you know, you know what we maybe... should do is if we ever get, I mean, I know we still have some, but maybe at some point if we're ever going to do like a complete email only show, mm-hmm. we could do that live because then we could also, it's like emails, but also people could ask questions in the, in the, in the chat. Yeah. I mean, I just, exactly. just spitballing, but yeah. And that would be really cool. I think, I think people would be into that. Yeah. So speaking of, uh, uh, like sort of setup kind of stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Although not, I mean, this is not going to be super technical like what you're talking about. But um, I went. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't, can you see it behind me? I've got my little 14 inch PVM over there in the corner. Uh, you know, obviously, um, if you're listening, the microphone to this, is not, like perfectly in front of it. All right. Well, anyway, just imagine in the corner of the room over here, I've got my little 14 inch uh, PVM, which was sitting uh, up, kind of up here to my right. Mm-hmm. You know, back when I used to stream. Uh, you know, I, I had that set up so that like whatever video game console I was playing was plugged into that PVM and then output from the PVM into an upscaler. And then that's how it got captured or whatever. But, you know, I haven't really been streaming as people may have noticed. And that PVM's just been sitting up there. And of my two 14 inch, uh, units, that's the nicer one. Uh, it's a newer one. So it has, it does component as well as, uh, as RGB. 
Yeah. And I'm like, you know, it's just sitting up there and it's kind of wasteful. But, you know, the other thing is I, I changed the setup over here so that now I have something that's desk height. I mean, this was a couple of years ago, but, uh, you know, the piece of furniture that used to sit over here was much taller. And so when I would stream, I was sitting on like like a bistro table kind of stool, right? <laughs> like I was yeah. much higher. Everything was higher up. So that PVM was really like eye level. But now it's not. So anyway, so the point is, is it just sits up there and not getting used. And so that's kind of a shame. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I guess in a way this is kind of inspired by what the you know, sort of the setup you have. Because, uh, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think to your left, there's a PVM sitting yes. somewhere. So that, like when you're doing your, your streams on Sunday night, you're you're playing on the, on the monitor. And, and I'm sure you use it for other things, too. My point is, I wanted to be able to have something like that. But, uh, you know, this desk isn't really big enough to put a whole a whole ass monitor on. And I didn't really have something to set it on. And uh, anyway, long story short is that I went to uh, Ikea mm-hmm. just because, you know, there's an Ikea pretty close by. And, you know, that's these days fun going to Ikea. Know, oh, my God. I love that's like my favorite. Not literally, <laughs> but it's one of my favorite stores to go to, even if I would say even if you don't buy anything, but I don't ever go in there and not buy something. Just, you know, yeah. little stuff like the hand over here with that's holding the, the Max controller, like that's from Ikea. You know, even if you, I'm not saying I buy furniture every time, but I'll find some little knickknack or something that looks neat. And then obviously while I'm there, I'm going to eat some meatballs. But um, <laughs> so I was looking online at their stuff and I saw like, oh, yeah, that looks pretty cool. Like that seems promising. But uh, they didn't have it in stock at the store. But, you know, the way it is with Ikea, even if it's not in stock, they'll have it on the floor. Right. Like they have right. like the unit for you to look at. Mm-hmm. You just can't buy one. And uh, you could buy it online, though. And so like, well, but the shipping I'm just gonna... is crazy to buy it online. Oh, well, I'll get to that in a second. But um, <laughs> but I'm like, OK, I'm just going to go over there and just check it out like on my lunch hour, you know, because where I work is even closer to the Ikea than where I live. So I'm like, well, I'm already like halfway there anyway. <laughs> so at lunchtime, I drove over there and uh, I, I had the meatballs first. I'll say that full disclosure. Because you know, it was a little bit before lunchtime, and so there was nobody in the cafeteria or whatever you want to call it. What do they call it? Cafe? I don't know. Uh, there was nobody really there yet, and so I was able to just go get my meatballs and go sit down and eat them. And anyway, afterwards, I went and I checked out this, uh, this little cart. So it's like a kitchen. They sell like a lot of kitchen islands, you know, like sort of. Yeah, yeah. That like you a butcher can... box type thing. Right. and But, you know, a lot of them are larger because, you know, usually people with islands, you'd want, you want something kind our of old bigger. Our house had one of those as our kitchen table. Yeah, I would love to have something like that, but I, I don't know. My wife wants to get one. I just feel like the layout of our kitchen, I just, I think it would be awkward, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to lie and say that it wouldn't be like super handy. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so they come in various sizes and they have this little one that uh, it's important. Note, it's solid wood. Because, you know, at Ikea, most things are not. This is like solid wood. And the top of it is only like 23 inches wide. Which, if you measure it, for me, it's the perfect size for a 14-inch <laughs> PVM and then yeah. two speakers. Like the little desktop oh, yeah, speakers yeah. that I use. Like they'll fit perfectly. And then there's two are shelves. They are they shielded? Yeah, yeah, because they're, com- okay. yeah, they're computer speakers. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, computer speakers now are not. Oh, these are definitely shielded, yes. Okay. They're they're Bose. I know people don't like Bose, but I mean, <laughs> you know, I wouldn't want to have like a Bose stereo system, but you know, for for the size of these little computer speakers, they sound uh, very very mm-hmm. good. So, 
I kicked myself in the ass for getting rid of these. I had this really nice Alltech Lansing that I got, a spe- computer speakers that I got like in 1998 or something like that. Is it the one where it's the two little speakers and then the subwoofer or no? Yeah. Yeah, that's like, yeah, yeah I still have a set of those, but they're at work. Uh, I see, you know, I, I gave mine away like yeah. about a year ago before the whole like, oh, maybe speakers are not shielded anymore. Oh, I, well, I didn't like know I, that computer speakers weren't. I, I mean, I, I guess that makes sense because why would now, most people I mean, need? There's no reason. Yeah, you know? I but, even... but I bought this one in '98 when yeah, know, still I didn't even think CRTs about. Were I didn't even think about normal. that. But well, I mean, I'm not. You you should look into it because I don't know because now there's a third. Like this is the Model Two of these speakers, and now there's a Model Three, and mm-hmm. I don't know if they're shielded. They're Bose Companion Twos. So if you want to look okay. that up, uh, well, I mean, you'll see. You'll if you put them next to yours. Yeah, but wouldn't CRT. you? No, no, no. I'm saying I don't. I'm saying now they're on the third iteration. Maybe I they see. took out the shielding because no one needs it anymore. I'm saying if you're going right. to buy something like that, you should find out. But anyway, yeah, uh, that's beside the point. So anyway, so I, I wanted to go check it out. And I'm like, this looks pretty cool. What I like about it is that two of the legs have casters on them, mm-hmm. and the other two legs don't. So if you want to move it, you have to tip it a little bit, and then you can oh, roll it cool. around. But then once you put it back down, it's not going to move, you know? And so, yeah. like, that way I could roll it over here. I could have it on my right or on my left. If I want to record gameplay footage or maybe streaming or whatever, I could roll it. I'm going to put it over there in that spot where the tripod is standing. But it just – this way I'm going to have, like, a little self-contained – like, here's a little CRT with some speakers and a couple shelves underneath where I can have a game system. I'm going to put the RetroTINK 5X on the cart. So that, you know, if I want to capture, I can just hook a HDMI cable to it and I'm like good to go. Yeah. So, um, so, oh yeah. So anyway, so I went, I checked it out. I'm like, yep, I think this is going to work. I'm going to, and I, so I went to go order one and, uh, and that's when I saw what you're talking about. So like this card is like 90 bucks. So not, you know, it's especially for solid wood. I'm like, oh, it's a pretty good price. Cause yeah. they had stuff at Ikea that wasn't that much bigger. And then it was like 150 bucks. I was like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't get that. But how do they figure that out? Maybe have, there's just yeah. like less of a market for. I have no idea. Well, but yeah, I don't know. So anyway, so I go, I add it to my cart, and then it's like, oh, it's twenty five dollars shipping, and I'm like, well, that's kind of a lot. I mean, percentage wise. Yeah. But I don't know how I noticed this, but there's this option where you can either have it shipped to your house, or you can yeah. have it shipped to like a FedEx location, right? And I don't mean mm-hmm. like a distribution center. I mean like every town has like a FedEx like drop off yeah. pickup. You know, like right, like where I live, there's like a CVS pharmacy yeah. that yep. you can do we have it. A CVS drop off, but yeah. then we also have like a FedEx. You know, it used to be Kinkos, and then FedEx bought Kinkos, and so now it's like yeah. FedEx office or something. So you can have it shipped there, and then instead of being twenty five dollars, it's four dollars. Oh, so I was like, because oh, it requires no, like it's just. I, it doesn't require a driver to actually. I guess, yeah. You know, deliver so, it to your your home. And the FedEx office is like near where I work too, so I was like, yeah, let's just. Ship so that's it. even better. And it's like a it's like a block from the record store, so probably the twenty one dollars <laughs> that I save on shipping will get spent the same day in the record store, but that's fine. Um, yeah. So yeah, so I'm waiting for that to get here, but uh, um, I'm pretty excited about that. But the thing I think is funny about IKEA, and this is not this is going to sound like I'm complaining, and I'm honestly not, but. You know, if you go to Ikea, I would say that the majority of the furniture they have is not made of like, you know, wood in the sense no, that, you, you know, like it's this, not like actual. It's like hollow inside. It's got yeah. like the sawdust stuff inside it. 
Yeah, and some of it, like, I forgot how I saw this. It was, like, one of their, because they sell, like, really cheap, like, side tables and coffee tables, which if you're, like, you know, a college student or you're just a young person just starting out in life, that kind of stuff is great because it's, like, it's attractive looking and it's, they're pretty sturdy and it's super cheap. But one time, somehow I saw, like, one of those coffee tables that had been broken in half. In fact, it Mm. might have been at Ikea now that I think about it because they're not trying to hide it. It's like, hey, look at what we're doing. And it, it's almost made in the same way as like cardboard would be as far as the way it's reinforced and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I think all that stuff is made with like that's like recycled wood. So, I mean, yeah. so I mean, yeah. that's good. You know, they're whatever. So my point, I'm not trying to complain like, oh, Ikea stuff sucks. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is like the, if you want to go in there and you want to buy something that's actual solid wood, like, I mean, this desk that I'm sitting at. And the things that are holding it up on the sides, they're not really legs. I don't know what you call them. This is all like solid wood. And I had the same thing happen with this. Like anytime Ikea sells anything that's nice, that's made of solid wood, it's always like sold out. Because like that's the problem with that cart. It's like sold out because it's like people go there and they're like, oh, man, this is actually like a really nice. Yeah. And then they can't see it in person. Yeah. And then they can't keep it in stock. So it's just like I wish people at Ikea that run the show would just say, hey, you know, maybe. (laughs) <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, nice. we should definitely be selling this, like, you know, affordable, nice stuff. But, you know, maybe we should try to sell a little bit more, you know, actual, you know, wood, yeah. you know, nice wood furniture that somebody could buy and reasonably keep for, you know, <laughs> a long time. And, and it just seems like they're not emphasizing that at all. But obviously the demand is there because the stuff is always uh, sold out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The big problem that we had with the uh, the solid wood stuff is that it didn't seem like it was finished on the outside. So it was like our kitchen counter at our yeah. old house. Yeah. And if you have like a dish rack or something like that, it's going to yeah. like stain it. And my yeah. wife like sanded it down. Yeah. Again, no, I, had to I, sand it down to I agree. get rid of that stain. Because uh, even my desk here, it's I'm not saying it's not, it's got some kind of coating on it, but I agree. It's like when I bought this desk, you know, I should have like, sanded it down and put a couple of coats of polyurethane on it because like that's what i did uh i think you've seen a picture of like my coffee setup in the kitchen yeah and that's like that's that's ikea furniture too but same thing it's solid wood and it's like a sideboard or whatever they call it and they normally it would go like on the wall and like a dining room You're, you know i don't know that's not what i use it for but anyway <laughs> uh you know it was it it's solid wood but it sort of has that unfinished look because all it has yeah. is like a you know a protective coat of like polyurethane or something like it and um before we brought it into the kitchen i i took just the top off outside and just sanded i put it on a sawhorse or two sawhorses sanded it down and i put like three or four coats of of polyurethane on it that's that's really smart um, you think that they actually they want people to do that to take the initiative to do that and they I mean, figure, well, I if don't they don't, think so. then, I think you know, they'll just, just buy another one. I think they're just trying to sell stuff cheaply, and, you know, that's going to – that would up the cost significantly. If you say, yeah, you're going to saw, we're going to get people to sand this down and then put, like, multiple yeah. coats, you know, of, of polyurethane on it. So, yeah. you know, but it's just like – it's one of those things where, like, you know, now you have the the life experience to know that if you buy something like that at Ikea and you're going to use it in a in a – an application where it might get stained or something, you have to know, okay, I need to, mm-hmm. you know, like if you did the same thing now with the, with the kitchen counters, you would, you would know, like, okay, we're going to put these in. We're going to have to sand them down and, and put several layers of polyurethane on them to, to get them like fully, you know, waterproof slash stain proof. It's going to be interesting. I think in the next couple of decades, because I think that a lot of people are buying 
furniture and like nothing is it, it feels like almost nothing is made to last anymore yeah you know like we i have a lot of stuff that was my mom's you know when she moved out of her house that that she gave to me because she didn't want to take it down to florida and it's all stuff that would basically could withstand you know so much mistreatment yeah. and now it seems like it's it's really difficult to buy something that is gonna last and can survive through a lot of you know a, a lot of moves and stuff unless you really you know you really have to go out of your way to to find that stuff you know when my when my in-laws built a new house uh, they brought their their cabinets from the old house because they were like Amish oh, wow. created yeah. like yeah. made yeah. and you know, I, they said, oh, we're going to take these out and we're going to take them with us. Yeah. Because you can't get anything like that anymore. Or, I mean, you can, but, you yeah, know, it's going to be more difficult. I think with, like, furniture, it's just, you know, I, I feel like a lot of people buy their furniture at, like, Ikea or Target or whatever. Yeah. And it's all sort of and made I can't the same blame way. But, because it's, yeah, I'm not blaming But I'm also not going to say, like, I, I know there are furniture stores around here I could go to. Mm-hmm. And buy like solid wood furniture that's going to last, right? You know, and and in fact, a lot of it, uh, you know, and I've talked about this before. Like we have several, you know, pieces of furniture that are Amish made, and I'm not going to say it's more expensive. Obviously, it's more expensive, but you know, it's kind of funny. We lived here for kind of a while before we had like an actual bed. Like we, you know, we had a bed, but I'm saying we had like a box spring and a mattress just sitting on top of like that metal, whatever frame that a box spring and a mattress sits on top of. And like, that's Mm -hmm. it. Like no headboard, no footboard, nothing. Right. And at some point we're like, you know, we should probably get a bed, you know? (laughs) And, uh, you know, so we started off going to like other stores, like, uh, you know, I don't know how ubiquitous the, there's a, there's a chain called Scandinavian design that, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know how, I mean, there's, multiple of them around here, but I don't know how far reaching of a chain it is, but they sell like, you know, at least nicer quality furniture. And then we went to places like West Elm where, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, they like West Elm furniture is like, you know, it's solid wood, but it's made in like mm-hmm. Southeast Asia and it's made out of like, you know, like rubber wood and stuff like that, you know, like, right. like trees West that Elm's are nice trees that are native to that re- region. And yeah, it's perfectly fine. But, you know, we went there and we, we saw a bed like, oh, this one, you know, this one's kind of cool. And, you know, let's, um, I'm throwing this out there, but I remember it being like, let's say like 900 bucks. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's just for the, you know, you're not, you're not getting the, the mattress and whatnot. I'm just saying that's like, here's a frame with like a headboard and a footboard, but it's like, you know, they're made out of solid wood. It's just not a wood that, you yeah. know, maybe we're used to. And we're like, oh, that's, you know, maybe, I don't know. And, uh, we ended up driving over to the Bay area cause there's a furniture store over there that specializes in Amish furniture. And so we go in there and, you know, they were like super helpful and, you know, talking to me, well, how can we help you? And we said what we're looking for and they showed us stuff. And anyway, long story short is we ended up buying a bed there that was custom made because, you know, mm-hmm. they have their stuff out on the sales floor basically. Uh, Cause it's more of like a showroom, right? You go into this yeah, place yeah. and it's like, here's these different beds and dressers and kitchen tables and just everything. Right. But it's not being but, mass produced. It's like being well, done because, by hand every time. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like you can you can go in the store and you can buy whatever's in the store, or yeah, you can say, hey, I really like this bed, but I would like it a little bit better if <laughs> this or that were different. 
And they're yeah. like, oh, yeah, no problem. You just tell us exactly what you want and mm-hmm. and they'll build it for you. Like whoever. Yeah, does it, I, I'm, how much more does that cost, though, I wonder? Well, that's what I'm getting to. So like, so okay. we saw this bed and we're like, oh, this bed's pretty cool. But, you know, I think we knew that we were going to get a memory foam mattress and like mm-hmm. memory foam mattresses don't have box springs. And so like, right. like the bed we were looking at was like made for a traditional mattress set. And so we told them, well, we're, we want to do this instead. And like, oh, yeah, yeah, no problem. They just they'll build it like this instead. And like they showed us a picture and like, and like, oh, well, could you make it? So like this is a little bit taller, I, you know, like whatever. Right. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, no problem. It's just like, you know, it takes like five months because like, you know, we have to order it. And then these Amish people who don't have electricity or whatever have to build it. <laughs> and then like they ship it over, uh, you know, on freight trains. Right. So like basically the store puts together a big enough order that it's going to fill up like a sea container. And then that right. gets sent over right. from like, you know, Pennsylvania or wherever, like, you know, on a, on a freight train. And that goes they gotta to make it worth it. Yes. And, and we're like, yeah, no, like we're not in a hurry. Like we're just whatever, you know? So anyway, we do all that. So we have like the bed we have now is like solid Oak, like definitely the kind of thing, like that's the last bed I'll ever need. Right. Yeah. And like, I think all told it was like 1500 bucks. That's now, great. That's more. I'm not saying it's not more, but I'm saying the, the, the rubber wood bed from, from West Elm was 900 bucks. And is that really going to last me the rest of my life? I don't know. Maybe yeah, not. Which one of them is going to going to survive falling off of like the second out out the uh, like second story window if you have to like right well get probably it out the neither, window somehow. probably neither of them really but so I'm saying like the same <laughs> thing like we bought like our dining room table and chairs now or Amish because it's the same thing it's like is it expensive yeah but like if you go you but know, it's if, if you say to yourself, I don't want something like from Ikea or Target, I want I want something where I can reasonably say to myself, this is it. This is my dining room table for the rest of my life. Right. Yeah. You know, you can go to other stores and see other things or you can pay really not. You know, it's not even double to have something made to your specifications, you know, made here in America that, you know, the whole thing is is, you know, solid oak or solid whatever you want it to be. Yeah, I I think that that is so worth it. Yeah, that's so worth it. I mean, I mean, I think it's different. We, like if you have kids in the house, I understand. Some people are like, "Dude, I have kids. I'm not. I'm not spending that kind of money on a kitchen table that's going to get wrecked." And I totally get that. But, but at the same time, although you know, even like, then, like I know people who have like they'll have like a beautiful oak table, that's and it will got, survive kids. I mean, but I'm saying it's I got think. all kinds of marks in it and stuff. Like, oh, it's scratched up and it's got a bang here because, like, you know, those are just. Those are its scars, you know, like that's the story of its life. Like it's not, you're not living in a museum. Like what, why is it a problem that your, your, the table that you eat at got scratched by your kid, you know? So exactly. Yeah. You know, when, when my mom moved, you know, she had this kitchen table and she sat at this kitchen table like every morning before work and every day after she got home from work, smoked cigarettes that my (laughs) uh, brother and I ate at like, like most of the time growing up. And she just like loved this table, and when she moved down to Florida, she was just like in this mode where like, oh, I want to, I'm just gonna get get rid of all this stuff. You guys can take whatever you want, but I don't want to move this stuff. Yeah. And she got down there, she like sold it immediately. I don't even know how much she sold it for. Oh, she sold but the I table. Mean, you didn't take the table. Oh, we didn't have a place for the table. Man. All right. I know. I wish that we did. Yeah. But you know, we just didn't. Um, but. You know, she so she sold it. You know, she did like a, a house, like an estate sale where people could just like kind of come in and buy whatever, 
whatever. Right. right. And uh, she sold that. And that was, it must have been like six or seven years ago now. And she's like, the biggest mistake I made was getting rid of that table. Oh, man. And not moving that table. And like, I got this table. I bought I bought a table when, you know, probably from a place like West Elm. Yeah. You know, when she got down there and it's just like, it's just not the same. Yeah. And she never like sits at it. It's just, she like regrets it so much. Yeah. You know, there there's a table, the chair that she she sat in at the at that table we we took, and it's at our kitchen table. It's like this. Uh, she calls it like a mail chair. Like I think it's from like a post office where people would sit at a desk. Yeah. And sort mail. Yeah. It's just like a really nice kind of wood chair with yeah. like some arms on it. And I think I, mean, I think I might know what you're talking about. I, think I can maybe visualize that. Yeah, it's kind of got a yeah. rounded back, but it doesn't have any kind of cushion unless you put like your own cushion on there. Yeah. And she's like, I'm glad that you kept that. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad that you took that. Well, see, now you, you know, know a nice thing you could always buy for your mom. You know, you could always buy her a nice table. Yeah, but I mean, I think that it's, no matter what table I was would, would get her, I don't think it's going to be the same. Yeah. You know, like that's, I think that, and I mean, I say this about it, like a lot of stuff, like a lot of these games that I have behind me, you know, I could get rid of them and then rebuy another one even if it's the exact same thing yeah but the fact is is like what makes me like want like enjoy having it or using it so much is that it was it's been with me for so long yeah or you can look at it and remember where you got it yeah like this is this this is the one that i had when i went through this or you know she can say she can get whatever table and it might be yeah. Better built even. Yeah. But it's I think it's the idea of like, you know, I sat at this table. I, I get that. all these things happened I get that. in my life. But I, I also get why she got rid like the mode that she had to be in where it's like, dude, I'm trying to move, you know, yeah. halfway oh, yeah. across the country and I got all this crap and it's just like I want it out of my face. Like I totally get you know, maybe, yes. maybe you're not hundred percent thinking straight when you're going through something like that. Yeah, but, and I mean she threw out a whole bunch of stuff, like that's where like all this stuff just like went to the dump, like you know, from my bedroom and everything. Like that's where all my game magazines went. Oh man, I know it stuff like that. It's it's very much like oh my mom threw away all my comic books, yeah, type thing. But yeah. you know, luckily I saved like all the actual games. But I wish that, I mean, I think about like those console boxes and stuff like that that I that just yeah. got thrown away. If I could go back in time, you know, it's the most annoying thing about that is that that happened, like three months before we started the channel on YouTube. Wow. <laughs> and if sucks. we started the channel like a year earlier, I'd be like, oh, I want to keep all yeah. this stuff. I can use it. Yeah. Yeah, that does suck. <laughs> so anyways, uh, yeah, we, we, we should probably intro the show real quick. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you're listening to, <laughs> uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe you're listening to episode 24. Is that correct? I, that is, yeah. It, I think so. Episode 24. Here's my question for you. Yeah. The Kiefer Sutherland episode. <laughs> I was just thinking exactly that. That was, uh, oh. I was doing a crossword puzzle last night, and that was one of the cl- one of the clues. It was like, it was Kiefer like, Th- Sutherland? Or? It was like Kiefer Sutherland's wife in 24. And I was like, I've never watched, like I never got, I always thought that show looked really stupid. Mm-hmm. And I say that as someone who likes Kiefer Sutherland. So like, yeah. it was stupid enough that I was like, sorry, Kiefer, I can't watch your show. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the show's awesome. I don't know. But anyway, it was yeah. It was like Keith Kiefer Sutherland's wife. Apparently, it's Terry. 
because I solved the puzzle. T E R I. I got the. Are you, you, so you're I doing the like crossers. the crossers pro- puzzles pretty often now. So it's weird. Have- I go through like these weird, like phases, and this has been going on for like over 20 years of doing mm-hmm. crossword puzzles. Like, in fact, I mean, going back to so like when I was in college, this is probably what got me into it initially. Actually, when I was in college, we had the school paper. And the school paper came out every day, like Monday through Friday. I don't know if there was a Saturday or a Sunday, but certainly every weekday there was a new paper and the paper had a crossword puzzle in it every single day. And in fact, on top of the crossword puzzle was uh, an ad for a restaurant that was like right off campus where if like if you brought them a completed crossword puzzle, they'd give you a dollar off, you know. Which is oh, wow. funny. It's not like they checked it, right? You could just that's, write that's in a good idea. Yeah, it was just it was good advertising. But uh, you know, and now the paper only comes out uh, once a week, so you know it's not. But so the funny thing though, so when I was in when I was in college, well, at least up here, you know, university, it was like two thousand and one to two thousand and four, right? And so mm-hmm. like it was before like smartphones, yeah. And really, it was before like now. If I walked into like lecture hall now, uh, what you got somewhere you got to be? What's going on? Nope. Look I mean, at I your just, watch. I was just so rude. My, my watch. I know. I'm just kidding. Uh, I felt if, it vibrate. That's. I'm just. I'm just breaking your balls a little bit. Anyway, so if you go into a lecture hall now, like probably at least half the students have a laptop open in front of them, right? And yeah, because that you know everybody now the kids they take notes. You know they just, they'll just open up Word and take notes that way. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, or maybe they have their phone out or something. But you know, when I was going to school, it was like. Everybody still took notes in a notebook. I'm not saying that was better. Oh, I'm just saying it was I mean, a different. Me, yeah. It was a different time. Like you had a notebook yeah. for each class, and you just you took notes in a notebook. And if somebody had their laptop out, it it just would have looked weird, and I wouldn't have been surprised if you know I could have been in a class where the professor would have called out the person like what my like what I just did to you. You know, like oh, am I boring you? Like what are you what are you doing over there with your computer? Because like the idea of taking notes in a laptop was just not. As much of a thing, right? Yeah, and and smartphones weren't a thing yet, right? And so my point is just like it was a little bit more difficult to goof off in class. So yeah. the thing that like everybody did when I was a student was that crossword puzzle in the paper every day. <laughs> so because you it could like they're doing you'd something. have yeah because you'd have the paper and you'd have it just sort of folded up so it was just a crossword puzzle and you'd mm-hmm. have it sitting on top of your notebook. And you'd be sitting there doing that. And then after class, you're like, oh, man, did you get 33 across? Oh, I put this. Oh, I don't think that's right, you know, or whatever. And, um, you know, it, and that's the kind of thing where, you know, it's just not a thing that's needed anymore, you know? Yeah. So, uh, but that, I'm saying that's what got me into doing crossword puzzles. And uh, and then I would buy those Dell crossword puzzle books, which is, you know, no relation to the Dell computer company, but... Uh, you know, they still sell those if you go to like a newsstand or something. There's those books full of full of crossword puzzles. And uh yeah. and, and I because I started getting like really into it. So I would buy those and I would just sit like at night, I would just like sit, lay on my couch in my apartment. You know, everybody's like, oh, we're gonna go out, I'd be like, no, nah, I'm gonna stay here. And I would just sit there doing a crossword <laughs> puzzle or you know But I mean you think that's one of the reasons you have a good like you're you're a good you're good at writing or you have like a good vocabulary. I mean it doesn't hurt. You definitely learn new yeah. words uh doing crossword puzzles. And then my mom was really into it. So mm-hmm. like, you know, I'd go home to see her and we would do the crossword puzzle together. You know, like she'd have the paper out and she'd get to a point where she was stuck and she'd pass it over to me 
and I'd fill in a few more things and I would get <laughs> stuck and I'd give it back to her. But because I filled yeah. in some stuff, she could fill anyway. So, you know, and that's kind of come and gone since I get in these moods where I'm going to do crossword puzzles. And, um, and lately I've gotten back into it just cause, uh, and this is the second time that I've done it this way, but you know, I've got a, a digital subscription to, uh, the New York times mm-hmm. just cause, because I work on a university, I, it's like 99 cents a month for, oh, yeah, and I don't really, I mean, now. I don't, I don't really pay attention to the news that much. So I don't really read the yeah. paper, you know, but if you have a subscription to New York times, then you can use the New York times crossword puzzle app, which is a separate app. Yep. And it has a complete archive going back. I don't know how many years. So like you can do today's puzzle, but then like I'm done and I still want to do crosswords. You just open up the archive and it, they're all marked. It's like, okay, what's the last one I haven't done yet? And you can, you can open that up and do and you that have one. Like so um, lifetime, like a lifetime. Right. So it's like, why would I ever go buy like one of those dopey Dell books again anyway? Yeah. Cause, cause then I do it on my iPad. You can do it on your phone mm-hmm. too, but it's a little clunky. But you know, I do it on my iPad, and it's a it's a great way to do crossword puzzles. Yeah. And um, so yeah, like right now, I'm in another one of these phases where I'm just doing like a crap load of crossword. Like if I'm going to bed at night, like while I'm waiting to fall asleep, I have the mm-hmm. thing out, which is nice because it's a cool way to do it. Because like with crossword puzzles, I feel like a lot of people just say, "Oh, I just I can't do those or whatever," because they don't have the patience. Like you're, they're not meant to be solved in like 15 minutes, unless it's like the you know the easy one. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know if people don't know this, but, like, I don't know if this is the case with other crossword puzzles, but with the New York Times, like, the Monday puzzle is the easiest, and then they get progressively harder, and then, like, Saturday is, like, that's the most impossible one. People think it's Sunday. Sunday's just a big one, but it's, like, the Sunday puzzle's, like, medium difficulty. It's just humongous. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, I can do a Monday, like, I did, I think this Monday, I did it in, like, eight minutes or something, because it's easy. It's Monday. Yeah. Right? Like it's for kids practically. <laughs> Not quite, but but like the Saturday puzzle, like some of those are just brutal. But it's not meant to be done in, even in one sitting. It's like you sit there and you do what you can and you're like, okay, I'm stuck. You put it away and then you come back to it later. You know, like if I'm falling asleep doing it and I'm like, I'm stuck, I'm going to bed. You mm-hmm. wake up the next morning and pick it back up and all of a sudden you'll get a couple more. Like, oh, I didn't think about that. You know, and you'll you'll get yeah. another. And the minute you fill one more in, well, now you've got more letters to fill in all the crossers mm-hmm. and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I enjoy uh, doing the crossword puzzle quite a bit. I like Wordle, too, which is also in the, mm-hmm. uh, there's like that, the app. Because, yeah, they bought that, didn't they? New York Times yeah. bought that. Uh, did they? Yeah, I think they might have. Yeah. I mean, certainly My they, ha- been, they have do, Wordle, been... so I like doing those. My wife bought a uh, New York Times crossword puzzle book that she's been yeah. slowly working. I mean, sometimes she, I don't know, I haven't, I haven't been, I haven't heard her using it lately because usually she like has some questions, you know. Oh, oh. So maybe it's, she been, like it's been a little while. And I think I told you before that I've been getting into doing solitaire on my phone, and I'm not even a person who even knows how to play cards, period. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like I know like. Like there's a blackjack or that twenty one, you know, like hit me, that's you know, same. like I can yeah, I can do that jack. because yeah, uh, you know, it's it's easy enough. I mean, I I learned that from from video games how to yeah. play back blackjack, but solitaire you know is not you something. Should, you should get um, uh, Sierra's Hoyle's book of what is it Hoyle's book of games or whatever it is, you know, the old the old school Sierra game from the eighties, mm. like played in DOS box or something. 
Maybe I'll have to. It's pretty fun. Find that it's on it's a cool way you can learn some new card games that way. It has like hearts and and gin and stuff like that. If you want to learn how to play, you know, I don't know how many people play cards anymore. You know, like back in the day, that's like, you know, you'd get together with another married couple and you guys would play, you know, mm-hmm. you know, gin or bridge or something like that. But I don't. Yeah. I don't know that's I mean, that I, popular anymore. There's something about, you know, my mom would play solitaire all the time. I would remember, you know, seeing her game set up at the coffee table in the living room. Yeah. And, you know, she would just do it when she felt like it. Yeah. And I just I never thought enough to be like, how do you play? You know, it was because uh-huh. I think that when there was <laughs> when there weren't smartphones and there weren't like a million things to do. Yeah. You know, that's what you did. to you. <laughs> you're just passing time. Yeah. You know, my basically. grandfather. That's how I, so I learned how to play solitaire from my grandfather, which mm-hmm. I thought I brought this up already, but maybe not. But that's like what he would do. He every day like um, he would sit at the they had a. Uh, like a kitchen table, you know, like they didn't have a dining room. They just had like the kitchen and then there was like a, you know, a dining table in the kitchen. Right. Right. Anyway, he would sit there. There was always like, I still have, I, I need to refinish it, but they had like, you know what a lazy Susan is? Mm-hmm. Like I don't, it probably goes under other names too, but like, you know, a lot it's of people like, use lazy Susans on videos to do like those rotating shots. Oh, I don't do rotating shots, but so I still, I, this is the only thing I have like, you know, well, I guess my mom still has the table, but. There was this lazy Susan sitting in the middle of the table and it had like, you know, napkins and salt and pepper. And then there was always a deck of cards in there. And because mm-hmm. um, my grandfather, he would sit at the table and just play solitaire just like over and over. And he had like a like a big ashtray that was always full of cigarette butts because <laughs> he like chain smoked Marlboro Reds. And he would have a newspaper because he would read, you know, like, you know, check up on his stocks or whatever. But he would just sit there and he would play, he would play solitaire, smoke cigarettes, and either eat cereal or ice cream. I mean, uh, that sounds like a pretty darn good life. Yes. You know? (laughs) And and I used to hang, I used to sit with him. Like, I would just sit at the table with him. And uh, my grandfather, he was an interesting guy. He was a very, I think I, if I had to pick one person in my family I take after the most, it's him. Mm Mm-hmm. And because uh, he wasn't, I feel like he wasn't, he was more introverted, you know, and he was kind of a grumpy guy, you know, like yeah. he was always grumpy with my grandma. Like, you know, you wouldn't think they loved each other because he was always just kind of grumpy. And that seems to be like, <clears throat> and it seems to be like a thing for that generation sometimes. That's probably part of it. Yeah. Where it's yeah. like a part of their affection is like how they yell at each other. Well, they didn't <laughs> yell, but, you know. I mean, was, but just like how they... You know, but it's like Talk she'd come home other. and, you know, he would just give her her message like, oh, you know, Doris, one of the bridge dames called you, you know, and she'd be like, all right, and, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, like, you know, and he he was a guy that he didn't really like kids very much because he didn't have the patience for him, you know. Mm-hmm. But like I was about the least annoying kid that, you know, I, I was quiet <laughs> yeah. and I didn't, you know, I wasn't annoying. And so he, he and I were like really close, you know, because mm-hmm. like I would come. Cause I would just come watch TV. Like he had a lazy boy, you know, just like what you got. Oh, his was leather. Yeah. I'm not trying to, it's not a competition, but so, you know, he'd be in his lazy boy recliner, just watching like bowling on ESPN. And he had his little, mm-hmm. he had his little canister of planters, cheese balls on the, on the lamp slash table next to him. And I would just go sit in the other chair and just watch bowling with him and, and like not talk very much. And so like, yeah, we got along, we got along great, you know? 
Yeah. But so like, you know, he taught me how to like read the stock page. Like, okay, here's what this means. And this says this and that's what, oh, okay, that's cool. And I'm talking, I was a little, I'm talking about, I was in like elementary school. Like I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. And, and he also taught me how to play solitaire because he played solitaire so much. And so like, you know, I don't do it very often, but sometimes I like to go sit at my table and just, you know, I got my deck of cards there and I'll play some, play some solitaire. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, I'll answer this here since uh, people keep asking me about the uh, the framed picture of the cow yes. uh, that I have upstairs that's in the background of my videos. Like, I think I showed you that where somebody asked, like, why do you have a black and white framed picture of a cow? And I said, because back then color photography wasn't really a thing yet. Um, that that was my grandfather's. Uh, that's why I have it. Like, I don't have that much stuff, you know, from... You know, people mm-hmm. in my family who've passed away, like I have a few things of theirs, and it's like that's kind of all I've got. So, uh, for my grandfather, I have this framed picture of the cow. Uh, mm-hmm. That cow is is it's a first of all, uh, it's an autographed picture of a cow. Um, that's Elsie the Borden cow, and you know, like Borden, like the food company. You know, like they have like right, you know, yeah. Borden condensed milk, and even today, if you look at a Borden thing, their little logo is a little. It's a cow, right? It's a cow's head. Well, that's that's Elsie the Borden cow, and like back in like the fifties or sixties, they actually had a cow that they would take around. You know, back mm-hmm. when people didn't have anything better to do, like oh, they're gonna have Elsie the Borden cow over at the shopping center. Let's go, let's go check it out or whatever. I don't it's know like, if that's are true. Are you but... serious right now? Yeah, exactly. Oh, I wonder if I can pet her. Um, yeah. That's anyway. You know, that's so this the picture, one from the logo. Yeah. That so this picture the, the says one. like you know, uh, you know. It's autographs is like, you know, to Johnny from from Elsie. And there's even a couple of old uh, Borden labels on it. And the reason that he has that is that my grandfather was a trademark attorney. And one of his first jobs was working for Borden. And so he was the guy like if some other food company, you know, came out and had a label with a cow on it that looked a little bit too close to what Borden was doing. He'd be the one that would send him, like, you know, a cease and desist. There's, there's blood in the water, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's why, you know, so it was kind of his job in some way. That's what he, that's the way he explained it to me. He's like, it's my, it was my job to protect Elsie. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 And if, if you encroach on our territory, we're going to yeah. mess you up. Yeah. His first job, actually, as a trademark attorney when he got, so my, my grandfather served in, he was in the army in World War II. Mm-hmm. And he got discharged because he got uh, he got injured, not wounded, because uh, he was just in a jeep accident. But he that was it. He couldn't, you know. He he suffered. Uh, it was a brain injury, right? So he's like, okay, yes. you can't you can't be in the army anymore. And so they discharged him or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I don't know any, how many people know this, but like, if you were like an able bodied, you know, I guess I'm too old now because I'm 45. I don't know what the cutoff was back then, but like, if you were like an able bodied male during the war and you were just like walking around people were going to be like why are why are you here like why aren't you yeah. serving and like a cop could stop you and want to see like you either had to have a draft card that said that you know you're eligible for the draft but you haven't your number hasn't been called yet or uh you're what do they call it like 4F where you're like I have a you know one leg longer than the other or something like that I'm not I'm not eligible to serve you know Right. Uh, or if you had served and you had been discharged, they gave you a card for that. And so I, I still I have my grandfather's card. 
that you know it's like you know it's a little it's just like you know size of any other card it's you know united yeah. states army or whatever it is and it says it says you know john etc cetera, etc cetera, honorably you know served honorably and was discharged on the following date and then you there was a spot for you to fill in uh where you worked i don't know why but it's just mm-hmm. like you, you had to put your place of employment on the card and so on on the card it says so so my, the first job he had when he got out of the hospital and everything cuz he had already gone to law school right. so uh when he was in the army he he was already like a lawyer i guess but he got drafted in fact he was the first draft number that was ever called when they draft when they when they brought started the draft back he was number 1 well that's not how they do it they have like one of those bingo ball kind of things right right but and they it pull was out, so the they first pull out ever? a number well yeah, but the one number for the cor- area corresponds the, to like, like a, a lot of people. States. Like it's not one number for one person. It's like Oh, I see. It's like it's based like, on like your date of it's like yeah, it's like based on your date of birth or something. So it's yes. like that number might have been like ten thousand people or something. But so he was yeah. The, yeah, so he got he got called up like before we were even in the war yet. Because I think people knew like, you know, mm-hmm. the powers that be were like, Yeah, we better get the get the army built back up. So Anyways, so he gets out uh, the army and whatnot, and he gets a job working for RCA. You know, oh, that's like cool. The, yeah, uh, because they had you know their slogan is that little terrier next to the yeah, phonograph, yeah, yeah. and it says his master's voice, right? Because it's like, oh, RCA phonographs are so clear. You know, the dog thinks that his owner is trapped inside this goofy looking <laughs> thing or whatever. So anyway, uh, I, I don't know what it's called now. I guess I don't know if it's the Comcast building or whatever. Uh, but back in the day it was the RCA building, uh, and that, that's 30 Rockefeller center, the famous, you know, oh, yeah, the, yeah. the NBC really? building that has the, the, whatever yeah, yeah. on the roof, mm-hmm. the observation deck on the roof. So mm-hmm. that's what his card says. It was place of employment, 30 Rockefeller center, New York, New York. That's pretty dang cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, that's it. I think it is Comcast. I mean, maybe it's not, I don't know. That's where I think, I mean, NBC Comcast is. owns the building. Because yeah. Comcast owns NBC, but I'm saying I don't know if that's it, that 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 building's had a few different names. Yeah, it was, it wasn't like, like GE at one point. I think so. In fact, that yeah. might be who built the building. I don't remember. At one mm-hmm. point, there's like a whole Wikipedia article you can read about the building that goes into all of its history and everything. And it's just like, yeah, it was. You know, I think you might be right. It might have been the GE building, and then it was the RCA building, or et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's crazy. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's, and it's it's really cool that you still have that. I mean, it's like that's it's cool to keep that stuff around. I think I don't have anything that I can think of like from my grandparents. That's like that. Maybe I mean, I guess I have that picture right there of like. I mean, you can't really see the microphones in the way. I mean, that was taken. You know, my grandfather took that photo on Christmas Eve. He used to come. Yeah. Uh, my mom's side would come to our house on Christmas Eve. That's yeah, when that, where that. That Shinobi photo is from. Can't really yeah, can see it because my microphone's in the way. Yeah, I can't but. see it. Sorry. Um, it's like <laughs> right here. The Polaroid there. there. Yeah, yeah, the Polaroid. Wow. Uh, I mean, yeah, I That's have a cool. few. Pic- I have a few pictures and stuff too. It's cool, but at the same time, it bothers me because, like, you know, I have I've got some old family photos and I've got stuff like that. Um, like I've got stuff that you know. Like one time I went home and, and found that my mom had just this stuff in the garage mm-hmm. that was just, you know, 
dirty and kind of semi being exposed to the elements because it was in the garage. Yes. And I remember I got kind of mad at my mom because I'm like, you you can't treat this stuff this way. Like it was, you know, yeah. Like my uh, my grandfather was really into photography when he was younger, and so when he when he went into the army, he took a camera with him, mm-hmm. and and he would develop his own film. I've got I have a whole shoebox of oh, that's cool pictures that he took. You know, yeah. And, and a lot of it's from while he was in like basic training, and then after that, like you know, like I said, we weren't in the war yet, and so even though mm-hmm. he was in his unit or whatever, they would just do like training exercises, you know, on on the East Coast because that's where they were, you know, based out of. Right. But there's like I've even got like a picture that someone took of him developing his pictures, like in, in a dark room. <laughs> and at some point when he got back, he took I think it was nine pictures, and he took them down to like a framing place. And had them, you know, cut a mat and make like this little collage of nine pictures, you yeah. know, and the the back's all sealed shut and it has like the sticker on the back of like the name of the the business that did it for him. Mm-hmm. And it was just sitting out in the garage, like covered in a layer of dust, yeah. you know, because he, you know, he's not, he's no longer with us, obviously. Yeah. I remember just seeing that and just being so annoyed. Like that's, like, that's your father. Like you don't, you don't care, you know? So so I ended up mm-hmm. taking it and I got it all cleaned up and like now it's hanging up, it's hanging up in the hallway upstairs. You know, um, now that you're saying all this stuff, it's like it's reminding me that I have multiple bins of stuff from my dad's side. Yeah. My grandparents on my dad's side like out in in the garage. Yeah. Uh they were you know, when 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 my my grandfather died first and my when my grandmother died, uh my dad took a lot of the stuff and it was it was a very similar situation where that stuff just like ended up like down in Florida, like inside these bins, but they're like in this outdoor. Uh, it's like, kind of like a like a like a car park type thing. Yeah, the carport. So it has like yeah, a carport. It's like it's it's like a garage. It has you know like it's outside, but it's open up on the front, you know. Yeah. And all that stuff just like ended up there, and uh, when. When they were driving, when him and his his wife were driving up to my hometown, they stopped by and they brought all this stuff. And that stuff is just like in bins, like in my garage. At least it's like yeah. a sealed garage. Yeah. And everything. And it's like photographs, but there's also stuff from. I, I should really go through a lot of that stuff. Yeah. And like pick some stuff out. But I mean, also, there's so much. Yeah. That, like, I don't really know what to do. Like, how, do, like what do you do in that situation? Do you just like say, I'm going to pick out. A handful of things that I think are look like the best, and I'm yeah. gonna. What am I gonna do with the rest? You know what I mean. Then do you just throw away the rest, or do you just like hang on I to mean, this stuff forever? Do I give it to my kids then eventually? Like at what? Like how do you decide yeah. when this when this the decision has not been made for you? Yeah. How do you decide what to keep? Well, that's kind of what I was gonna get to or get at. <laughs> it's just like no, no, no. It, it's I mean, it, you're asking those are fair questions, you know. But like, I don't even have kids. Right. Mm. So like I have this stuff, you know, and like I get, you know, my mom, you know, my mom had a weird relationship with her parents. So I think that's kind of why to her she's like, whatever. But, you know, for reasons I already explained, like I I felt very close to my grandfather and I miss him. You know, he died when I was only 12. So like I, you know, I miss Mm. him a lot. And so to me, having those things of his is that's like very precious. Right. Yeah. But when I die, nobody will be alive anymore that ever knew him right right like he, i was the only grandchild that he really ever knew 
Like he had four grandchildren, but like mm-hmm. the other ones lived in other parts of the country and he wouldn't go, which goes back to what I was saying about him. Like my grandmother would go to the East coast and go visit my uncle and aunt and, and her kids, but my grandfather wouldn't go with her. Yeah. He just, he didn't feel close to his own children. Right. And so by extension, for some reason, he didn't feel close to his grandchildren except me for whatever reason. Right. So I'm saying like, Mm -hmm. because you could say, okay, well, when you die, it's like I have other family that like all this stuff could go to, but they're not going to want any of it. or They're going to feel like, well, what am I supposed to do with this? You know? Yeah. I mean, I don't have the the memories or relationship. Right. And so when I'm gone, all this stuff is going to lose the value that it had because it only has value because of my feeling for it. Do you think, I mean, it's like I, there's no real answer to this question, I think. Because, I mean, is there certain, like, there's photographs that maybe you could take and donate to some, you know, like archival, you know, uh, society or something like that. They take these photos and, and, and keeps them just like for their, like, I mean, there could value, be like but... he, he already did that before he died. He took a lot of his war photos and donated it to him to like to a military museum. But mm-hmm. I mean, for but me, I mean, how just... long does that, you know, like wh- how what do they do with it? You know, is it just like, well, is it even I mean, it's a museum so going into probably that? some of it's on display, but I'm sure most of it is, you know, in some storeroom or something. Right. But I mean, for me, you know, like my wife and I like to go to like antique stores mm-hmm. and, you know, sadly, you see a lot of like photos in antique stores. Like sometimes there'll be whole boxes full of like, oh, this was like somebody's family photos. And now they're being sold in a box for a dollar a piece because maybe you'll see something in one of the photos that you think looks neat, you know? Yeah. And and in a way it's sad, but in a way it's just like, you know, those people lived their lives and, and passed away. And at some point, anybody that was alive that knew those people that, you know, valued those photos also passed away. And yeah. at that point, they're just pieces of paper with unknown faces on them, you know? And like, in a way that's sad, but in a way like that's life, right? Like that's, that's everybody, right? Like you, yeah. you have your impact on the world while you're alive. And then maybe your impact, you know, reverberates through the following generation that knew you. Yeah. But after that, and it's it's just going to get more and more like that because you know people are just accumulating more and more stuff. You know, we ha- we yeah. obviously have a lot more stuff than. Oh my god! You know, yeah, I have way more stuff than like my grandparents had. Yeah, and it's just like what what you, I mean. Where does <laughs> eventually you know when that stuff is no use to anybody? Like where where are we going to put it all? And that's I mean that's yeah. like the eternal. Well, I mean, when you I know, think like, of like the stuff that I have, launch it into like, the sun. Yeah, right. Well, that's yeah. Uh, you know, when I think about the stuff that I have, that's like you know stuff that belonged to my grandparents. You know, like pictures, and I have like a lot of stuff like on my mantle uh, in the living room, where it's like these were little knickknacks that they had collected in their travels and have. You know, oh, I remember going over to my grandparents' house, and I always saw that in the cabinet, and like now it's on my mantle, right? Like I used to worry about like, oh, what's going to happen to. You know, who's going to want this stuff when I'm gone? And at some point, I just came to the realization, which is kind of what I just said, like, who cares? Because, like, <laughs> the stuff only has value because of my sentimental attachment to it. And after that, yeah. it's like, yeah, some of those knickknacks are probably antiques that are worth my some money. My mom's kitchen table. And then they'll find their way to somebody. But those pictures, 
they don't actually have any value. They have value to me. So when I'm not around anymore and that value disappears, who cares what happens to them? You know? Yeah. Like you can't you know, spend maybe, your life like worrying maybe, about like someone stuff can burn like them to stay warm one night. Right. That might as well. Yeah. Right. Cause there's no, if there's nobody alive, at least that, that's, that's value to somebody. Exactly. In right. that moment. Yeah. Right. And so, I don't know. I, I kind of came to that realization and it, it just stopped bothering me. It's like, these things are here really at this point to sort of enrich my life and to give me an attachment to, you know, my family. And once that's no longer needed, that's just the thing that's no longer needed. And like, that's okay. You know? Yeah. I think that's, that's the key is yeah. that it's, it's okay that this happens. Yeah. Cause okay I mean, you can like, imagine when you have and... like these like families that, you know, if like, Oh yes, that this picture on my wall, this was my great, great, great grandmother. And it's like, I guess that's cool that you have a picture of your great, great, great grandmother who you never met. But if you have a lot of that kind of stuff, that's got to feel like a burden to some people. You know, it's like, well, I have to make sure I take care of all this stuff that, you know, yeah. if I had my and choice when, of when what I would gone, have. Or when they're gone, it's like, do I like need to feel the obligation to carry it on right. right? for them? Yeah. And it gets further and further away from the, uh, like, I guess the point. Yeah. Anyways, uh, this is going to seem like a very strange segue now since we went off on that uh, long, but in my opinion, enjoyable tangent. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Ikea, going about all the way back to Ikea, like 45 minutes ago, uh, I just, this week, binge-watched the first season of Picard. Oh, I've, I've heard that it is not very good. Like, that first season is not very good. Well... Or in the sec- second season. I've heard this one that's going on right now is, is pretty good. Okay. I don't know. I don't like to read reviews and stuff like that, but, like... I think I mentioned it already on the show. Like Star Trek: The Next Generation is like one of my all-time favorite shows, mm-hmm. um, and so I think for a long time I held off watching Picard, right? Uh, just because, like, I don't, you know, it's kind of, and this is going back to something we were talking about a lot early on in the show, like Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. Where I just feel like the prequel trilogy and some of the stuff that came out later is just kind of like, uh, you know, it. it it kind of, in my opinion, sort of sullies the whole franchise. You know, like mm-hmm. Star Wars was good the way it was. You didn't need to make more. You just wanted to make more money, you know. Oh, yeah. And so sometimes, That's I don't, you know, though. when you have like reboots or you have like, oh, we're going to make a new whatever. Like, yeah. I don't really want to watch that stuff because like maybe the material that it's based on is, you know, sort of precious is not the right word, but like. You know, like that's one of my favorite shows. And I don't want if you're going to make something that's going to like make a, what in my opinion is a mockery of something mm-hmm. that I really enjoyed. I don't want to watch that, you know, or yeah. like so there's been like books like uh, Catch 22 is like my all time yeah. favorite book. And there's a movie. They made a movie on Catch 22 and I won't watch it, you know, and mm-hmm. I'm sure it's a, I mean, it, it's supposed to be a good movie, but. Yeah, Like, I've read that book, like, multiple times. Like, I love that book. I don't want to watch a movie that even has the the potential to cheapen the book for me, right? Yeah. So my point in saying that is that's why, like, this is 2023. It's taken me three years to watch Picard. And uh, just the Ikea connection real quick is just, like, watching the show, I could see that the set decorators uh, had gone, to, uh, among many other 
sources, I'm sure, they had gotten some of their stuff from IKEA. Like <laughs> like not not this hand. I don't know why IKEA sells two different like articulated wooden hands. That seems strange to me, but and I have both. So not this hand, but the other hand. I saw it on the show and I'm like, dude, that's the IKEA hand. And then they ha- I forgot what it was, but like literally right next to it on the shelf was some other knickknack they sell at IKEA. And then I know I saw an IKEA chair. But uh, anyway, that was that was the only connection. Does, does that but, take you out of it? Nah. Cuz <laughs> I remember even there was like there's like this scene where they're on the 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 ship that they're that they're, you know, traveling around on and they they had like this uh like picnic table kind of thing that they're sitting at. Like you know, it's like Picard and and yeah, three yeah. other people and they're sitting around one of those tables where there's like a built-in seat around each of the four sides but it's the kind of table you see at like a park where it's like a the table and the chairs are they're not chairs right but they're just seats that are built into the table and it's all made of metal and like the surface of the chair and the table is made of some kind of great kind of material and mm-hmm. then after they weld it all together it's all dipped in like rubber it's like i said it's a very common table you'll see if you go to like a park or any public outdoor right. space and they literally just had that table and then that table has in the middle of the table part has like the little cutout for you to put an umbrella. <laughs> and so yes. they had gotten some kind of thing, like a little square thing to block off the <clears throat> hole because somehow the set decorators figured, well, that's the thing that's a little bit too obvious. We have to block that yeah. hole somehow. But anybody can look in there and be like, dude, that's like the ex- I can walk two blocks it's like from in the my future. House. We don't need umbrellas. We don't right. need tables well, with umbrellas. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay, but anyways, that was the IKEA thing. But no, no, no I, I'm not going to go because I don't even know if you like Star Trek, anyways. But um, I didn't read any reviews or anything of the show. Mm-hmm. Like, in fact, I only started watching it because I was watching some old Star Trek: The Next Generation episodes. Like, I signed yeah. up for Paramount Plus just because I felt like watching some Star Trek. Mm-hmm. But they they would play an ad or whatever. For Picard before every single episode. Like, I, I pay for the premium version, so there's no commercials, but they yeah. still give you their own commercials at the beginning, which is fine. But yeah. And it was it, every single time it was for Picard. And I'm like, ah, I should probably just check out Picard, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I didn't know anything about it. I don't know the plot. I don't, I don't know anything, right? And I ended up watching it's 10, 10 episodes, and I ended up watching all, it took me like 24 hours roughly. I watched all 10 episodes. And um, I don't know. I liked it. I don't know what I guess I'd be curious to go back now and read what people what their complaints were. I yeah. don't know. I thought it was good. I thought the thing I appreciated was I thought it was very low uh, on the fan service. Like it kept the fan mm-hmm. service for the most part to a minimum. Like there's some, but I like I hate fan service and I feel like Star Trek has been like one of the worst offenders for stuff like that. And oh, so to okay. watch that and see that there's there's at least not very much, uh, I appreciated that. I thought the season was good. The 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 ending of the season was kind of like okay, now you're getting a little bit. Yeah. Some of that got I a think little that's bit people had silly. A, like the major problem with. Oh. I mean, I haven't I mean, watched it. I didn't think but... it was terrible, but there was some of it where I was like, oh, really? You know, because like I mean, I don't know if this is spoilers for people, but you know, warning spoilers. Uh, in the last episode of the season, Picard dies. Right, and then they and end like up like or something like that. Well, they end up like copying his consciousness into like an android that ends yeah. up looking exactly like him. And it's like, well, why? Like, why did you? Why did you feel they needed? Because they, well, they maybe put they, into they the... weren't sure if they were going to be able to continue it. But 
No, because they put it like that happens in the last episode. It's not like a cliffhanger where like, oh, he's dead. And then like the first episode of season two, oh, he's alive again. Like that all happens in the in the 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 season finale. Mm-hmm. So but like, because I mean, like they, they had put in, they had put in this whole thing where it's like he has some kind of brain. They don't say what it is, like a brain tumor. Like they just like yeah. he has a brain abnormality, and then it kills him in the last episode. And then they put him, in, they put his consciousness into an. Well, they want that's like the well, pressure, you know, like he's he's like under this time constraint. I get I, it. Just it seems know. like they like, could I'm have left senior. that whole thing out, and it would have done yeah. nothing to detract from. This, but I mean, I'm saying I thought the plot was cool. Like it had a lot. A lot of the characters were new. Like there was like you know mm-hmm. little cameos or whatever by some of the some of the characters from the next generation. But by and large, aside from Picard, all the main characters are like new because this yeah. is taking place like you know 30 years later or something like that, mm-hmm. which I appreciate because it keeps it more fresh rather yeah. than trying. To, although well, you know, I can that this, I can tell from the yeah I can tell from the spoil or the the teasers that. A lot of those characters are going to be coming back, and I don't know. How, I'll I'll wait and see how that plays out. But I mean, I'm I hearing thought, from a lot of like just you know like the basic things that I read here and there, which isn't much at all. I mean, I haven't watched them at all. Yeah. Uh, that uh, you know, it's kind of being positioned as like this is like the final stuff that they didn't get to do in a movie. You know, it's kind of like this yeah. final, like you know, because they never really got a send off in the way that. Yeah. Like the original cast. I mean, that's cool. But I mean, that's even how I feel about the first season. Like it feels like a plot from one of the movies. Yeah. But I mean that in a good way. Like, I, yeah, it had more of the feeling, you know, of although I haven't seen all the movies because apparently, you know, I never saw Nemesis. That was the last movie, I think, with the original or with the next yeah, generation yeah. cast. And I never saw it. So they were making references to stuff where I didn't realize I was supposed to know that. Well, now it's probably on Paramount Plus. You should watch I'm it. I'm sure it is. I, I I've went only and, seen it one time. As I went and I looked up the basic. I'm like, wait, what happened? And then I said, oh, okay, that's what you're talking about. That's fine. But <laughs> yeah, no, I, I should watch it. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know how the second and third seasons will go. I'll, I'm sure I'll get around to watching them. But I, I enjoyed, for the you know for the most part, overall, I enjoyed it. So yeah. Well, the real I mean, nothing, question is though, nothing's is ever going to be perfect. So, since you have Paramount Plus, you should check out the uh, the, the new Beavis and Butthead show. That's on. Oh, there. I didn't know that was on there. And there's a, there's a there's a, a movie also. What? I mean, there, not, there's like a new Beavis movie that came Butthead out. Do America, another movie. Yeah, I'll watch that. Shoot, I didn't know it was on there. It was. It went. It came out on there, and I think it kind of bridges this gap between the original show and like what came out, like what's coming out now. And I've heard that the new show is really good. Um, I heard that like, instead of music videos, they watch like internet videos. Well, that's, I mean, that would be more appropriate for the time. right? <laughs> exactly. So, no, I'll I'm, check I, it out. Know, I, I, didn't, wanna, I, I didn't realize I, that was, on. I haven't really explored like what else I literally signed up for to watch Star Trek. So I just haven't looked yeah. around. You should watch, watch to see uh, what else is there. I, I, I mean, I haven't watched it. I, I'd love to hear. Yeah. Well, like I'm, about, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that then as sort of like homework, and because I'll come back maybe next week, yeah, and I'll report back my findings, and then maybe you can decide if you want to check it out. I don't know. Yeah, I just that's like good. I, I mean that's you know because now I've signed up for like another streaming service, so I need to go. <laughs> I need to it's go like clean. never ending. I mean, it's yeah. just hard because there's two of us, you know, and so yeah. like for me, like I'm done with Netflix, not because. I mean, Netflix didn't do something to make me angry. I'm just saying, like, 
I can't remember the last time I watched Netflix. Like we were watching it because like uh, my wife got me all into the crown. Like, mm-hmm. you know, people can make fun of me. I like the crown, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, although then we were all excited because like, oh, the, the last season of the crown, although I guess it's not the last season, but like the next season of the crown came out mm-hmm. and we're all excited and we watched it. And I thought the la- this last season of the crown like sucked. <laughs> and uh, so I was like, that kind of blows. And so but after that was done, I was like, okay, I'm ready to cancel Netflix. But there's like always one thing where my wife was yeah. like, oh, well, I wanted to watch whatever. I'm like, that's fine. Like, it's not like we can't afford it. Like, if you want to keep Netflix, it's fine. But like, I think if my wife sat down and, and actually saw how much I spend every month on streaming services, she'd be like horrified. Right. Yeah. Well, I think that's true for like every family in yeah. America right now. I mean, because we have YouTube TV, which is already like 72 bucks. And then like, I have Amazon Prime, but I never got that for the streaming. Like I really right. Don't that's just care. that's just bonus. Yeah, same here. Yeah, like, uh, but then we got Netflix, uh, the cock, of course, and uh, uh, we have HBO Max. But we don't pay for it, so that doesn't count. That comes okay. yeah, free I mean, with, with my this. home internet. Uh, and oh, then now cool. I now I have. Uh, Do you have uh, Apple TV? Paramount. Have oh Apple yes, TV thank product. you. Yes, I have Apple TV. You, have you? Do you watch Ted Lasso? Yes, but we haven't watched this the la- the season that just came out. We haven't watched it yet, so don't yeah. Well, I mean, it's, be spoiling it's stuff. I haven't watched oh, they the most recent episode. They don't release it all at once. Nope. that's that's nice. I don't like that. that we we talked about so that much. quite a bit, I think, and Probably. you know, I I think that I I often butt heads with with try over it because he's like, oh, you know, I'd rather just watch everything all at once, um, and I just I, I just feel like it's easier to say, I hey, get this. That, this but- this one episode is out. It's like easy yeah. to find an hour or how, how or many episodes minutes are, to watch something. Yeah. How many episodes are out now? Do you know? I think the third one just came okay. out. Okay. Cause then I would like to say like, okay, I should tell my wife, let's go watch those episodes. And then after that, we could set up like a weekly date or whatever to watch yeah. the new episode. I mean, Maybe that's kind of how nice. it is with us. A lot of times I think it comes out on either Sunday or Monday. Okay. And you know, I'll like check that out. Usually I'm, I'm usually on Monday, uh, that's that's the night that I go to bed early because usually because on Sunday we do our live stream and I'm right. usually up later than I normally am that night so it's just like yeah. I'm gonna go to bed and we'll watch something like in bed. Um. But yeah, um, we don't got a ton a ton of time. We should probably hit that slapper yeet. If yeah. you, you you have any, you have any? Uh, no, because it's your turn. Oh shoot! I did the one last. Time. I don't know if I have anything. Well, that's just I I've not... been like so. Like, that's into like working on this thing. I get it. Um, I do have like a random thought. It's not a slap or yeet thing, but okay. I, it's something that I wrote down on uh, random thoughts. All right. Well, we can do that because I did have I had I did have one question for you, so we can each we could just trade. Well, this isn't even a question. It's just like a a statement that I'm just wondering if yeah, like if you have any insight into. Okay, I'm usually pretty good at even if I don't have any insight, I can make something up. <laughs> Um, I feel bad. Like I just been so focused on this other thing. You have nothing to feel bad about. <laughs> I would have, I would have gotten one ready if I had known. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I need to find it here though. I don't think I have. Well, now you're just creating dead okay. air. Yeah, I know. I'm just creating dead air. Dead air. Do you want to go? You go ahead and for you want to go first, or do you want me to? Just, I just, I just got the. I just go. <laughs> Please. Uh. Do you think that it's like a a skill? Because it's something that I've thought about a lot. And how long do you think? Uh, how do you think you develop this skill? It's just like from knowing so much music, like radio yeah. DJs. 
Yeah. How do you think they get so good at knowing exactly how much they can say? Yeah. When a song starts before the singing starts. Oh, I think I think that's the thing that they have like they have a counter like they know yeah. exactly. Like or... I bet back in the day when that stuff was coming off of tapes or whatnot, I bet those tapes were marked where like this song has X number of seconds of space at the beginning. And I think oh, now so it's, it's all like... digital and I bet it's the exact same thing. Like, you know, I think you start the song and I bet there's a little counter on the screen. This is how much time you have to get out whatever you need to say before it's time to shut up. I mean, that, but that even like knowing exactly what you need to say in that amount of time is yeah. like, I feel like that well, is I think not something you can, you like. I think that's the skill is knowing yeah, you, like, okay, like seven seconds like I can say about, you have to learn. I can say like one and a half sentences or whatever, you know? Yeah. And I mean, I maybe they the, have copy or something like that. It's like, all right, read this and get it like. Yeah. You can I say think, this I mean, with I remember, this song. I don't know if you talked about Booth Junkie before. Uh, the YouTube uh, we, channel we, Booth you've, Junkie. You've mentioned mentioned the channel, but like, I, I've I remember. Never... Well, so he's a voiceover guy, right? That's right. what he does for a living. He does voiceover, and then he does, he talks about it on the show. He reviews microphones and, said, and, mm-hmm. and talks about other topics in voiceover. And like he's kind of talked about how like somebody will hire him to say, "Okay, we want you to say this," and you have ten point five seconds, and like that's a learned skill yeah. of like, okay, like I said this and it took 12 seconds so I'm gonna have to pick up the pace a little bit or I'm gonna have to rewrite this a little bit you know like being able to say a certain thing in a certain amount of time is like a learned skill so and maybe you think the people radio DJs are probably among the most skilled communicators in the world uh I mean maybe in that way at least I don't know like I've been just really pretty, efficient and... I've been getting pretty annoyed at radio DJs lately so <laughs> Like, I don't know. I thought we brought this up before, but I, I feel like lately there's been this shift back. You know, I feel like in the old days, like, you know, DJs were like, oh, yeah, I got to listen to this because, like, you know, whoever is on, you know, like mm-hmm. Richard Blade, there's a famous DJ. Like, oh, I got to listen to Richard Blade's show or whatever, you know. Yeah. Uh, I got to listen to Rodney on the Rock, you know. And then I think for a while it went back to, like, you know, now it, the DJ is really just there to give you, like, you know, time and temperature and then say okay here's you know yeah here's some train song you don't want to hear <laughs> and uh which i kind of appreciate just because like i i turn on the radio to listen to music like i don't care about you like i don't want to hear your opinions on things i especially don't want you to let anybody ever call in ever like <laughs> i you know like i this one time i was listening, i used to listen to jim rome i don't know if you know who jim rome is yeah no, I, I know that name yeah. And this one, he said, this is before I even started my show, but it's like when he said this, it resonated with me. And, and when I started my show, I, I kind of kept that in mind. Like, I don't know what, I don't know if he was reading some like listener email or something, but I, I just remember this line he said. He said, more of you and less of me is bad for the show. And I think that was sort of his, his justification for not having more callers. Yeah. Because like, and he was saying, it's like nobody listens to this show because they want to hear you. They listen right. to the show. And I, I get that, that maybe that sounds egotistical, but it's the truth, right? Yeah. Like, I can't yeah. stand call-in shows. Like, I listen to NPR, and there's like a call-in show every day. And it's just like, I don't I don't want to hear this. It's like, it's like next door on the radio. It's like, I don't want to hear the bad opinions of the people <laughs> that I live with. 
And it's no diff. I don't want to listen to like a, a sports talk show and listen to their bad opinions. And, and the reason I bring that up is like now, now you have these DJs on these radio stations I'm listening to where first of all, they're talking too much because they show up and it's like, they think it's a podcast where it's like, okay, here's the topic we're talking about today. Like, yeah. And it, it's always something stupid. Like, how did you get your name? You know, and it's like, oh, well I got my name cause blah, blah, blah. And then they start taking callers. Right. And it's like, these people calling in, it's like some dude my age is calling into a radio show to talk to whoever and be and, and, and like, oh, yeah, I love your show, blah, blah, blah. And here's how I got my name. And, and it's just like, are you kidding me? Like, I, can, can you play some classic rock? That's that's why I'm listening, you know, and so I always end up changing yeah. the channel, you know? Yes. OK. Yeah, I, th- I think that's, that's that, good. That's often I, a little I, bit I mean, of a tangent, but it's just like. You know, the the thing about talking until the music gets to the point where you can't talking, I think that's a learned skill. Uh, other than that, I don't know. I mean, I guess the radio stations are just like, listen, people can just listen to Apple Music and we have to offer something more. But, yeah. you know, for me, it's just like, you know, I like listening to the radio for the music because, like, you never know what they're going to play next, you know. And so yeah. put it on and it's like, okay, that was Steely Dan and then here comes, you know. Steve Miller band. And you're like, oh, I haven't heard that one in a while. That's cool. Yeah. All right. I was going to ask you a different question, but based on that, I'm going to ask you this one instead. Because I think okay. this is kind of a, this is probably kind of a quickie anyways, right? All right. And uh, I'm going to tell you why, you know, I don't want to get into the mode of answering my own question, but I'm going to tell you why I thought of this question. Okay. Um, You know, I mentioned how in my car I just have a CD player, and so I have like a CD thingy full of albums, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, for whatever reason, the other day, I was like, I, you know, because I'll, I'll listen to the same album like several times. And at some point, it's like, all right, dude, like I, it's enough of you for a while. I got to put something new in there. And one of the albums I have in my car is uh, Hysteria by Def Leppard. Okay. And so I put that in. And like, I love Def Leppard. I think if you think of all of the, the rock bands from the glam rock era, to me, it's mm-hmm. like Def Leppard's up here. And then like everybody else is like below them. Like they're yeah. like. They're like the king. And I no disrespect to like bands like the Scorpions who are also like awesome, but mm-hmm. Def Leppard are the kings, right? Okay. And and so I'm listening to his and you know, Hysteria came out in like eighty seven, right? And it was like that was like their second really like billboard topping type of album. Is that the one with know? Photograph on it? No. Photograph is the album uh before. Pyromania. Okay. That was Pyromania. Okay. Hysteria has like uh Rocket and Armageddon it and pour some sugar on me. Yeah, okay. And, yeah, and uh, uh, love. What is it? Love bites or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's got like several uh, hits on it, right? Mm-hmm. But anyway, so I'm listening to this and I'm just thinking, like, man, like anytime I listen to music like that, I'm always like, can somebody please build me a time machine and get me the hell out of here? You know, like I, yeah. I want to go back to the '80s, please. You know, well, that's what you said but, when I sent you that, uh, like. This, yes. that Kickstarter for that, that yes. mall. The mall the thing. Mall yes. And yeah. part of that was I think that when you showed me that is like right when I was listening to all this Def Leppard. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but it just made me think like, man, how cool would it be to go back in time and go see Def Leppard live like on that Hysteria tour where you know they were playing arenas, right? I think yeah, stuff yeah. like that is why Metallica made the Black Album because they wanted to make arena rock and go play in arenas, 
right? Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, I don't even, I, I meant to look it up and I didn't. Like, I'm kind of curious, like, what was the Hysteria tour like? Like, who was opening for him and stuff like that? But I was just thinking, like, how cool would it have been to go see Def Leppard live back then? And that, so the question that leads to, if you had the ability, you can go back in time to go see, like, any concert, you can go see any band at any point in history, Right. Like not just you say, oh, I want to see Metallica, but I want to see him on like the Master of Puppets tour or just like whatever. Like Mm -hmm. what would you like? What's like the first thing that comes to your mind? Like, oh, I wish I could go see X band on the tour for like Y album. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's like so much on the spot. I mean, like I I think like I think I think it would have been awesome to go to like Woodstock 94. Does that count? I mean. Yeah, I like don't that, see that, why like, not? It just seems like like the best time ever. Was that uh, the one that was like a total shit show, or was that Woods? That was Woodstock ninety nine. Ninety nine is the one okay. that was like ninety four was okay. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean ninety nine or ninety four was was so good that they said we're yeah. we're gonna do another one in five years. Yeah. And I mean, you look at you know like who was at ninety four, and who was at ninety nine. You can see how much. Yeah. You know, like music had changed in that short amount of time. For sure. Oh my and, god! And I'll just say while you're thinking, like if, if you ask me again next week, it'll be not, somebody else. Because like, I could see somebody saying like, "Really, you can go see anything, and you want to see Def Leppard?" No, but I'm just saying like that was when I'm listening to that album. I'm just thinking, man, how cool would it have been to see them? Right. If I could only go see one, I'm sure Def Leppard would probably have to get bumped. You know? Oh my god! This is, like I. I'm, well, gonna, I'm, trying, I'm not to trying to think of like a million different things. As I'm soon not trying as to give you like an aneurysm or anything. It's gonna, it's I, mean, gonna, I could think of a ton too. Like, I mean, how cool would it have been if you could have seen like Nirvana unplugged? You know, I don't know oh, how, yeah, hard, like any of how those, hard would it like, have been to get tickets for that. I don't know. But like that would have been amazing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, dude, I don't know. I mean, there's like so many bands that I wish that I could have seen that I never. Yeah got around to seeing i've been listening to this good podcast called waterproof records with uh-huh. uh, jacob givens and he's like he like just talks about different albums and each episode is a different album mm-hmm. and he's like our age and you know yeah. he's um he just did one on the pix on pixies not the pixies i'm pixies yeah i guess it's you know saying the pixies is like a well it's, it's like bad. the smashing it's like the smashing pumpkins yeah, but at least you know, like or Pixies. I just found Pixies out, have never been called the Pixies, They've or the Eagles. It's not the Eagles. It's just Eagles. Yeah, I didn't know yeah. that. Oh, I guess that's a good way to put it. But yes, so I, I mean, Smashing so Pumpkins the dude should have said, said Smashing Pumpkins. He like, should have said, own. "I effing hate Eagles, man." It's not the. <laughs> man, that's I don't what think that, that bad. That's what the taxi driver should have said. Yeah. You know, I used to hate the Eagles, and then I I think it was because I didn't realize how many songs I liked were Eagles songs. Like I went through this yeah. period where I'd hear a song and be like, "Wait, that's the Eagles," and then you hear another one. Wait, that's also the Eagles, and then I realize, yeah, okay, that happens a lot. I guess I like the like, Eagles. Actually, I can't say I just don't. I mean, Hotel California is just way overplayed, and I just don't ever need to hear right. it again, unless it's the Gypsy Kings version, which is awesome. But, uh, but they had so many other songs that are that are you know, it's kind of like you can't judge Led Zeppelin based on like Stairway to Heaven, right? Like I don't ever right. need to hear Stairway to Heaven again. I don't ever near to, need to hear. You know, Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen again. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, like, yeah. outside of those, like, those bands have, like, amazing, uh, you know, discographies or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, just point being, Eagles, pretty good, actually. Turns out. Um, 
I mean, I say it like, you know, I've seen, I saw Radiohead open for REM in 95, but I wish I could have seen them when OK Computer had come out. Yeah. Like when they awesome. were like headlining. Like I yeah. would have loved to have seen them then. Yeah. Um, you know, speaking of that, uh, again, I'm, I'm just trying to give you time to think also, but uh, some, like, kind of a fun exercise I did yesterday, just because you mentioned Radiohead. Um, I, so I have Tidal as my streaming, mm-hmm. music streaming, but I, I have to think that all the other streaming services are like the same. Like if I open the Tidal app on my iPad and go to any artist, like, yes, it has all their albums listed, but like at the top, it says like top tracks and you can click on that. And it's like a numerical listing, which I'm assuming is just based on like how many times each one of those tracks has been streamed. Yeah. And uh, it's interesting to go through that and look at different artists and like, okay, what do I think their most popular track is going to be? You know, and oftentimes it's like tracks that I don't like. Right. Yeah. Like, like Radiohead's top track is uh, Creep. Which yeah, I was, oh, I mean, of course it's going to be, even though yeah. it's like, ugh, but like, like that, I hate that. That's song. the one, but because that's the one that people like know who yeah. don't know. You but know? then there's that's other there's other played. bands where I would just think like, okay, this you I can think in my head like, here's what I want this band's top track to be, but I'm sure it's not going to be. And then I like Metallica, right? I because yeah. I, I literally because I was I was kind of playing this game in my iPad. I mean, like, you'd okay. assume it's going to be like Enter Sandman, but it's exactly. Not. I'm like, I want Metallica's top track to be master of puppets, but it's going to yeah. be enter Sandman. And I went and looked and their top track actually was master of puppets. I was like, Oh, okay, well that's good. You know why though? Because it was just in that, in the oh, season of, uh, right. Of, stranger um, things. Stranger right? things. Wasn't it stranger yeah. things. Yeah, that's true. And then I forgot which other one. Oh, it was kind of interesting. I looked on tools, um, mm-hmm. thing. Cause I would have expected sober. Yeah. But it's that, it's that Numa, like P E P N E U M A is that Numa? I don't know how to say that. It's that oh, song, right. which I thought was interesting because I bet it's because um, there's that company uh, Vic Firth that makes drumsticks, and uh, they set up these cameras on Danny Carey's drum set, and re- just record the, the entire video is it's at a concert, is just him playing that song, right? The entire video, right? It's the full right. song. But the entire time it's just on him. And I mean, I think Danny Carey is probably the greatest living rock drummer uh, as far as skill goes. And so I remember I saw that and they they up Vic Firth uploaded that video to their YouTube channel. And I remember I saw it when it didn't have that many views yet because it ended up in my recommends. And I remember watching that and I was just like, dude, this is going to go like viral plus, you know. (laughs) And it did. I mean, that video has like millions of views because it's just amazing just watching. It's like, how are you playing different like your legs and your arms are playing like completely different time signatures like i don't know how you do that like that's blows my yeah. mind well right? I, I don't understand how that would work like are you, that's like, what i'm saying i don't the only way you can do that is like like is this guy existing in multiple realities at once no it's like it's a i saw i watched a video like a like a, a video that's like trying to show drum like if you're a drummer learning it's like how to do like exercises to like yeah. you know, start tapping one beat with one hand and tapping a different beat with the other hand. It's like you can learn how to do that, but it's very very difficult, right? And so, mm-hmm. for someone like him to do that is like you know. But anyway, my point is that's the song, and so I think that I think people are watching that and then going and checking out the song because mm-hmm. it's like, there's no way that's their most popular song. But 
Right. Yeah. But anyway, I just thought it was you know because then you could take bands like you can go okay REM. I'm gonna go look what's REM because you I mean, gotta I think feel in like your head. I, I saw them exactly when I I'm glad that I saw them. I mean yeah. I could have seen them before that, but I feel like there's something about the exact time that I saw them yeah. that I wouldn't trade it for anything. Yeah. For well, any no, no, other no, time. I, I was just saying I was saying you could take REM and you could think of what you think their most famous their most popular track oh. is gonna be and then go check. <laughs> I thought you were talking about them. like seeing them. Um, well, no, no, but I was going to ask that. Also. I mean, I would say like, that. I, I like, think, I, like, would you have wanted to go back and be their most popular song? I bet. See, I would assume or, "Losing My Religion," but I don't. It's it's, it's going to be either uh, "Losing My Religion" or "Everybody Hurts." I bet. Yeah. I I feel like it's probably "Everybody Hurts" more than "Losing My Religion" at this point. Yeah. Or it's either that or the one I love. Maybe. So, but you wouldn't you wouldn't have been interested in like, or that wouldn't be a priority for you. Like, I want to go see REM back in like the early days. Like, no. No. no, I feel like I saw them in exactly the time. I mean, because I wouldn't trade that for anything. It was, I mean, I say it, I say it all the time, but you know, yeah. like like seeing them on yeah. on September twenty ninth, like it it changed my life. It yeah. like changed like it changed who I was. Yeah, you know, and I I would not. I don't think that seeing them at any other time before that. Because every time that I saw them after that, it never, you know, achieved that same effect. Yeah. But like in that moment, it like changed. It changed my life. Which uh, what album were they touring? In Monster. Support? Monster. Okay. So like that was the tour when they were recording New Adventures in Hi-Fi. Yeah. Yeah. Which is one of cool. the reasons I think that's you know it's my my favorite because I was you know I was so into it so yeah. like into them like after seeing them. Yeah. That when that album came out. Like, it was just a continuation. It's like, this is, you know, like, when, you know, when you're into a band, yeah. the most that you'll ever be into them. Like, yeah. that, whatever new album comes out during that time is going to be, like, I mean, and it helps that when it's, like, actually really, really good, too. You yeah, know, you're not yeah. disappointed. Uh, but, do you, you know, I mean, do you like, know, do you remember, I mean, I guess you can look it up, but... um like, were they taking any of those songs that ended up on New Adventures in Hi-Fi and playing any of them live during the Monster Tour? Or? Oh, yeah. Like, you know, yeah. sometimes bands will be like, hey, check mm-hmm. out, got a new song. It's not out mm-hmm. yet, and they'll play it. Like, I don't know so if they were doing any of that. That show was like two weeks after the uh, the MTV Video Music Awards. Okay. Where, like, they kind of won a whole bunch of stuff. Like, they were, like, the, uh, I guess, like, like, the guests of honor or whatever for that that year. And uh, that was during that show. They played the the Wake Up Bomb, which is the second song on that album, for the first time, like anywhere, I guess. And then they played at- it at the show. I mean, they played probably they played Wake Up Bomb. They played Undertow. They played Departure. Um, and uh, probably like uh, Binky the Doormat. I think they mm-hmm. so that's like like four songs off the album they played during that show. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And a lot of times, you know, I am like if if you see a band it's like oh we're going to play some new stuff it's kind of like you know I don't really you don't need to. <laughs> but that was one of the first times where you know like or that's one of the only times I can think of where uh you know, I heard that stuff because I was so into yeah, it. Yeah, in no, that if you're moment. really into a band, it's different. Like, yeah, but even, please, like, even hit leading me up, up to some it, new stuff. Like, I was into them, but, you know, like seeing them live was like a, like it changed everything for me. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. it made me from like, oh, you know, like I, I have, uh, 
out of time and I have um, Monster, but I don't have like any other albums. Yeah. And after that, I was like, I need to listen to like every single thing. It was like like they were the only thing that I, only band that I listened to for at least a year and a half. So like you went out and bought all the rest of their albums, everything, and then I would just like I would I, there's this one place in Erie, Pennsylvania, in, in a mall, and they had like uh, CDs of like live performances, and I bought like a whole bunch of those, and I yeah. just like every, every single day. That's like literally all I listen to. No, I get I, yeah. I mean, I've gone through the same, not with REM, obviously, but I've gone through yeah. the same thing. So I mean, it, it 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 changed my life, and it made me like, you know, had a huge effect on you know the person i was and uh i mean it was it was it happened like it was was, i guess like that happened at a time when you know i i was just kind of becoming who i was or i was going to become i just like gone through like a i just like lost like like 60 pounds and like subsequent to that or like before like like leading up to that okay so I just, you know, and it was like this school year where I had like left the school, the previous school year, and I came back like, like having lost a whole bunch of weight, feeling like a, like a totally different person. Yeah. Like a lot more confidence and everything. Well, was that, that was probably like what, your junior year, 95? Uh, yes. Yeah. Going, it was like the, going from 10th to 11th. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just like a lot of like life changes. And I think about that. And like what it meant for me, and like just how I became, like you know, as like it just had a, a, such a gigantic impact, and like on the person that, it, yeah, I was going to become, and, and just like even just like as a music fan, you know, like yeah, it's one thing to like, oh, I like this band, like this band on MTV, but when you see that being played live, and they're like really playing it, and it's just like in in a, in the uh, in the Buffalo Memorial Auditorium at the Odd. Uh, that was, you know, like, you know, it just it was unlike anything that I had ever experienced before. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, I can I could talk about it probably for hours, like just going through the set list. Like I remember yeah. so many, like almost like every single song. Yeah, you know, that's awesome. Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't mind hearing more about that at some point. You know, because yeah, you always can, bring can, it up. You always kind of bring it up, and like, oh yeah, it was like a life change. And I, I always kind of want to try to pull more out of you, but then I don't know if it's like, <laughs> maybe it's like super personal, and you want to talk about. No, it. No, no, no. I, I love talking about it. I don't really have a lot of opportunities to talk about it. It's just, yeah. it was. Well, enormous. we should. We should. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to do that then. But before we end, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I forgot to say this. I was going to say it earlier, but then you mentioned the thing about losing a bunch of weight, so I got to bring it back up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you're still going to the gym. I know for a while you're talking about going to the gym a lot, but mm-hmm. uh, in in my Discord, somebody posted a screenshot of you in that Anbernick video, and and just said like, "Man, Corey's looking pretty jacked." And I have to say, <laughs> I don't know why, because then I watched the video, and I you know because you could say, "Well, it was probably like you know in that one particular like frame," but I gotta say yeah. like in that video. I don't like I said I don't know if you're still going to the gym. I don't know if it was the shirt you're wearing or the angle, but you look pretty yoked. You know, <laughs> you, you looked uh, borderline swole. I mean, it would be nice if that was I I am going to the gym. I yeah. I will will say that like I felt uh, like I've been, your, I've been going your to the gym lats every, were kind every of bulging day. a little bit, you know. Yeah, but I mean that's just like 
And also, like, you know, it's kind of like a slight downward angle from, like, well, where my Listen, all I'm telling is. you, whatever you were doing in that episode. I mean, when you see this, it's just Well, like, okay, but any anybody our age can do what you're doing. Like, I can, like, you know, like, obviously, yeah. you know. Right. You, you know, you're going to, it's going to stay that way. You shouldn't do that. Uh, anyway, I just wanted to pass, if, you know, if, if somebody said to me, oh, man, Chris looks pretty, you know, looking pretty whatever you know pretty that video like look like he looks like he's doing something you know i'd i'd like to hear that so i just felt like i bet maybe that'll make well, your day you. like hey just so you know some strangers <laughs> on the internet think that uh whatever you're doing is working okay well, i mean i haven't been doing it too consistently l- until lately and now yeah. I'm well maybe after like the show day. you'll you'll you know drop and give yourself 20 or something like that maybe you know maybe yeah. i mean I don't know. It's I wish that the scale was reflecting that, but I but maybe oh, see, it's because I've been gotta get rid of that I've been lifting heavy. Like my my on, scale like, my scale quit working and I threw it out. I don't have a scale anymore and it's you don't what do you what do you want that for? Like it's nothing having yeah, a bathroom it, it scale is like how well you it's feel an on emotional your and how they fit. It's an emotional roller coaster that you don't need to ride. Like, yeah, yeah, it's like if you're do your clothes fit nice? Like I'm like my clothes are fitting pretty good, so I'm like, hey, you know, in fact after this I'm gonna go buy a new pair of pants. <laughs> actually i already bought them i have to go pick them up but uh yeah whatever um all right well i think that's going to do it for episode 24 yeah we, we got we had uh, no of, here's my question for you or yeet yes but right there was no does it slap or should we yeet it this episode but to be fair there was two last episode so oh, okay you know, so we made at up some for point it. you gotta go. pay some point you gotta pay the piper so <laughs> there you go and uh, only other thing I was going to say, you know, I don't I don't spend too much time looking at like, you know, the analytics for the show because like mm-hmm. I don't at the end of the day, I don't actually care really. Right. It's not going to make a difference in my life. But, yeah, you know, the only time I log into Podbean is I, I have to upload the show. Right. So like yeah. at some point I'm going to upload this show. And so when I uploaded episode 23, you know, the information is right in front of you. And uh, we're, we're not there yet, but we're rapidly approaching uh a thousand downloads per episode really just just the audio that not not including youtube i was That's surprised cool. i had no idea we're getting like seven eight hundred now so it's you know it's the growth has been slow but steady so yeah i think that's pretty you know cool. slow but steady growth is the way to, to do it i think 100 percent. i mean if we so, just had success overnight then those yeah. people would be like oh I think last like uh, epi- the the video version of episode twenty three got kind of stunted. Oh right, yeah. Because I had to delete it and re-upload it, and I, it's, yeah. it seems like the YouTube algorithm doesn't like it when you do that. No, nope. so like nope. it didn't get uh, as many as many views. But I don't like again, don't really care. But it's just you know, <laughs> it's rewarding to see that we're you know building a bit more of an audience. So heck yeah, yeah. All right, I gotta go. Uh, I gotta get back to yeah, yeah, this yeah. this video. Yes. But, uh, you know, have a good weekend. I hope everyone listening has a, had a good weekend. <laughs> yes, you've already had a good weekend. My weekend hasn't started yet. Three-day yeah. weekend for me. Yeah. I'm going so to still be in to, Milwaukee uh, when get this comes out. Because we don't fly out until uh, until Monday. Yeah. Don't forget to try to get me a copy of Dr. Mario if you see one. Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll keep an eye out for that. The only reason I want, like, when I bought that folder we talked about last week, I got it came with a the box and instructions for Dr. Mario. But I oh, have, so, yeah, you need that. I don't have Dr. Mario's. So I just need a copy to make it complete, you know? Yeah. 
And that's got to be like a $5 game. Oh, yeah, because even complete Dr. Mario is pretty cheap. Yeah, we might as well but, complete I mean, that you know, copy. It's a cool game. Exactly. I mean, I know yeah. I can just go to a game store and get a copy, but I don't live near any game stores. So Yeah. All right, anyway, you have fun at the Milwaukee Gaming Classic. Mid, what, mid, what? Midwest Gaming Classic. I'm sorry, mid, but it's in Milwaukee, right? It is. Okay. My, I'm, so, going, I'm going to Milwaukee for the, fir- wrong, for the second but, time in, in two yeah. weeks. That's uh, true. You know, you know, I I don't know if I mentioned this before. Real quick, you know, when you when you go to Milwaukee and you you fly there and you get off the plane, you immediately smell beer. Is that true? I mean, that's I that's what I thought. I wow. immediately got off the plane and I was like, it "Smells like beer." I smell beer. That's awesome. You think they're piping that in, or you think that's real? <laughs> I don't know. I'd be I'd be curious. Well, that sounds like a place I need to visit then. Yeah, maybe maybe yeah. when I'm there though, if if I find a a, a comfortable looking Milwaukee's best. Yeah, you know the Beast T-shirt. Yeah. I mean, maybe yeah. I'll grab one. That'd be cool. Yeah, they have them right in the airport. I meant to talk uh, about beer today, actually, but we ran out of time. And I didn't. I didn't. I have a beer to tell people about, but I don't have the can in front of me anyway. So that'll be you can uh, save that for a next topic time. for next week. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, right, I, I only bring that up because I was going to tell people like, "Hey, go see Corey at the Midwest Gaming Classic." But by the time they hear this, it'll be too, too late. late. So, you missed it. It yeah. happened, and you missed it. Yes. I hope you feel bad. Or maybe you were there anyways and we met. Yeah, there you go. Maybe you gave me a high five. Yes, or a fist bump. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Who knows? Anyway, see, see you next time. Take care.